Peace, good people. Fee, how you feeling? I still feel like I'm coasting through my day. I'm pushing. I'm pushing through. I'm riding through. I'm sliding through. I love that. (laughs) I love that. How are you feeling? I'm feeling aware. Ooh. Aware. And this awareness isn't a burden. It's. Mm. I know they say ignorance is bliss. I used to not believe it, but I've had some days where I'm like, man, I sure wish I didn't know. Mm Hmm. But I do. And today it's liberating. I love that. Thank, Thank you. you all for tuning into another episode of Soul Affirmation with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We here. So I was, um, I grabbed an orange the other day from the farmer's market. A yellow. A yellow, <laughs> as Kamali calls them. Yeah, she calls them yellow. The oranges are yellow. Okay. <laughs> And some are more yellow than orange. I guess. (laughs) But I grabbed an orange from the, in the Clementine, okay? They they were called Kara Kara, C-A-R-A-C-A-R-A. Those Clementines, super sweet. Mm -hmm. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And the oranges, let's just call them blood oranges for this, because they're they're red inside, super Mm -hmm. sweet, super juicy. Mm -hmm. And I got to thinking about all the rain. Man, all the rain that has come this season, and I started to think about the harvest, this, the harvest, <sighs> that summer fruit, that summer fruit is finna be popping. You hear what I'm saying? I'm so excited. About What's it. some of your favorite summer fruit? Man, you know I love me a pluot. Come on, a pluot. Them pluots. Yeah, yes. the pluots is coming through. Growing up, my favorite was a nectarine. Because there's something special about a nectarine. Something very special about a nectarine. I'm surprised there isn't nectarine juice. I don't understand why we haven't done that yet. A nectarine cobbler. I don't I don't know why. Um, it should be it should be everywhere. I think so, unless there's something I don't understand about, about the, the tartness okay. of a nectarine. Uh-huh. Um, how how the juice develops, if, yeah. it, if it turns well into a cobbler or not. Something to explore for sure. <laughs> um but I especially love a nectarine is part of the Summer fruit experience I have with you. Yeah. When I met you, they was in the house. Okay. Also, you having a summer birthday. Some memorable things about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I love a pluot. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, But during the summer, I am so into an acai bowl. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I've also learned, like, I don't like mine stepped on. I like a nice, you know, pure bowl. Mm-hmm, Don't mm-hmm. put a bunch of fillers in it because I need to taste how good your acai is mm-hmm. before you try to top it mm-hmm. with everything. Yeah, I want those antioxidants to come through. Come on, run them. But I started thinking about like my joy of summer fruit. Mm-hmm. But I also thought about like what the rain did this season and the many communities and families who've had to restart from the torrential rain. The floods, mm-hmm. the trees that fell over in the wind mm-hmm. and the saturated soil. Mm-hmm. Like all those things happen, right? Roads collapsed. Yeah. Mudslides. Mudslides. Like 
I have a deep sensitivity. You know, we're in Northern California. Mm -hmm. So all these things happen really close to us, right? Mm -hmm. But I still had this joy about this summer fruit coming. Because <laughs> the rain did what the rain did, right? I am hopeful for that summer fruit. But it really got me thinking. Like, in many ways, when we talk about seasons, and folks might pull uh, from biblical text, right? And biblical text is also written in an agrarian culture. Right. And if you don't understand planting, harvest, how things grow, a lot of the parables of the scripture, right, are relating to uh, being in relationship to the land. Correct. Mm -hmm. But when you look at like these contexts of growth and parables and seasons, it gets really easy to, if you're, if you're really not into agriculture mm -hmm. and you don't really know how things grow, mm -hmm. it gets really easy to generalize what you think growth should look like hmm. and what you think necessitates the growth. Hmm. So, Wow. No, I, I appreciate I appreciate you naming that because even though like I understand the context, well, I can't say I understand understand the context all the time, but I was thinking about it, right? I am aware that a lot of the parables in the Bible are coming from an agrarian um culture experience. Mm -hmm. But I don't know much about Nah, that slim. experience. Nah, Slim. I could tell you. You know? We only have experience at growing uh, strawberries, um, <laughs> uh, bell peppers, um, yeah. uh, squash. Yep. Um, what else did we grow? Onions. Onions. Cabbage. Brussels cabbage, sprouts. Green beans. Uh, greens. We did have greens. What else have we? And of course, tomatoes, right? Tomatoes. Everybody has tomatoes. <laughs> Everybody has tomatoes. Oh, and jalapenos because I wanted to make pico de gallo and cilantro, of course. Yeah. And, you know, you might have a, a lemon tree or two on your property. You might have planted it. It might have been planted in, you know, a couple of years ago in the generation. Same for your apples and your cherries. Right, right. But if you didn't really work the land, you don't know what season things grow in mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. what you should be doing to prepare for that harvest. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's just at the surface. And then it got me thinking, not everything grows at the same time. Right. And not everything grows the same way. Right. And it gave me a deep sensitivity for the trees that I saw toppled over. Mm. Like the lifespan of those trees mm -hmm. and what they did. But one of the most fascinating things happened to me as a result of looking at those trees lift from the soil and fall over. Mm-hmm. You see their root systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When a tree- They're massive. Yo, when a, yeah. When a tree unearths itself mm -hmm. and that soil lifts, mm -hmm. you'll see it a lot in valleys. You'll see it a lot in Sacramento. you see it a lot in the Bay Area too. These root systems were amazing and it sparked a curiosity for me because I am under-informed on the growth cycle of every- Thing, especially the things I like to eat, right? Mm -hmm. I haven't grown them all. Mm -hmm. But I started to ask myself, have I applied these general principles of growth without 
the fullness and the understanding of what I'm growing. Hmm. Let me clarify. I want to bring an affirmation that helps me illustrate this point. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It comes from page 60 of the soul affirmation text, a toolkit for reflection and manifesting the light within. And page 60 reads, be patient with yourself. It takes time and deep breathing hmm. to see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And here's what that summer fruit exploration taught. I have held myself to the expectation of wanting to see growth because I felt like I endured every season that was needed to grow. Mm. Okay. I did the rain. Hmm. I did the summer. I did the winter. I did the spring. Right. I did it all. And I did it with unwavering faith. Mm. So I am rightful in my expectation, if you will, in my mind, hmm. that I should be seeing growth, that growth should be happening. Hmm. But I had to ask myself, firstly, growth of what kind and in what direction? Go back to the illustration of the trees that I saw toppled over and when they exposed their root systems, how massive they were. And yeah, certainly we know that seeds have to be buried or broken for us to see what's inside of them. Right. But not all seeds do the same thing when they're buried. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The way we want to see uh, a sproutling, right? (laughs) You know, cover it. Yeah. (laughs) Little humidity. You know what I'm saying? Put it in a glass. The way we want to see that process illustrated in our lives is maybe very similar to the way we see it illustrated on social media when they show us how to grow things. And if I am looking for evidence of growth by what's happening above the soil, if I am sprouting, if they are listening, if the reach is expanding, however you want to measure growth, if it's changing as far as I can see, well, what if I'm not growing tomatoes? Mm. Mm-hmm. What if I'm called to be an oak tree? Mm. Right? What if I'm called to be a redwood? Oh man, you're gonna be growing for some time. Well, dig, you're gonna grow for some time, but the first direction you're gonna grow is down. Wow. Because there is a correlation between what you will become above the soil. And how deeply rooted you'll need to be to sustain that. Mm. So today I approach myself with grace. And I approach God with reverence. And and new curiosity. Exactly what are you calling me to grow to be? Because I waited patiently and faithfully through all the seasons. For what I thought should be rightfully mine. But I want to keep the zeal and the and the resiliency to know that I'm still growing. Wow. I just might be growing a different system in a different direction for what's to come. And no lie, yo, being patient with myself and this idea of in the backyard too, right? We have 
the oranges, we have the lemons, we have a few things. And when the season's right, I like to go pull from the tree. Mm-hmm. And it feels rewarding and it feels like I waited patiently <laughs> to pull that fruit. Yeah, feels like it's going to be fire. Yeah, but fruit isn't the full spectrum of growth. Mm. Right? I like the fruit, but the other things that grow, right? We have an, a beautiful palm tree. And it grows differently than the lemon tree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm really taking time to examine, Fee, our lived experiences, the expectation of growth that we have rightfully, and the, and the ways it seems to be growing differently than we planned. Mm. So for me, that is keeping me curious about the mindset I have in my growth. The mindset that you have in your growth. That's actually what I was thinking about because I too can identify the feelings of wanting. I've endured seasons. That's how I feel as well. I've been through enough, right? Mm -hmm. Let me tell it. Let me tell my own story. Let me be the curator (laughs) of my life. I've been through enough. Well, I should be growing through this. I should be sprouting by now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? On the real. I expect to see some fruits looking differently, feeling differently, having them in my home differently, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm talking about children. Mm -hmm. I I had a different expectation for myself. And in my past seasons, when things are not looking like what I feel like I've endured as far as like the rewards, the fruits of that, that harvest, mm-hmm. bruh, you know me. I am just as bad as a, a toddler <laughs> with a tantrum. Internally, I'm being honest. What I see in Kamali, I recognize in myself when things are going differently than I imagine. I'll give you a five-year-old. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I think you're pointing out a very integral part of the process. And it is what you just said. Mm-hmm. The, the mindset. mindset in my growth. Absolutely. Because if thoughts are in fact things, they do become things. Mm-hmm. I recognize that I don't control the seasons by which I grow, but I know I'm growing. Mm-hmm. But if I could have any, any choice, I would choose to not grow with doubt. Mm. I want the seed to grow as confidently yeah. into what it's supposed to be. And I don't want to do it with doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the way that doubt reverberates right through my root systems. Mm. I just want to be sure. And not right. Not right. But sure. Sure in the ways that I know I'm growing. Like, what would happen if I, instead of measuring my growth against a crop that's differently mm-hmm. or grows differently than me, or when somebody's using growth in a very generic term, why would I apply that to myself if I know that's not what I'm growing? Mm. If that's not what I'm growing, that metric doesn't apply. Best to you and your growth, but I'm growing something different here. Mm. I just want to be sure 
that I'm growing. Whether my root system is growing down or I'm finally blossoming through the soil or I'm an oak Mm -hmm. or I'm a redwood, Mm -hmm. right? Or a palm (laughs) enduring and swaying through the storms that I've seen. Mm -hmm. I just want to have the confidence to know that what is growing in me and what I am growing to be is happening, not measured against the winter, spring, summer, fall. Mm. Because it gets really hard to remember you're growing if you went through all those seasons and you can't yet see the change. Hmm. But I know this. Even when I can't see the change or it doesn't appear to be measurable by the metrics that an institution is looking for, if I can't see it, I know I can feel it. And I've been growing every single day since Kamaya was born. Every single day. I'm just not exactly sure what it is. I'm just the seed. I didn't plant myself. Mm. But I feel strong. I feel well. I know that I'm growing every day. I don't know how it's going to change the landscape. I don't know what's going to have to grow around me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I know I'm still growing. And it just doesn't look like all the crops next to me. Yeah. Choosing this mindset takes practice, right? It yep. takes rehearsing and as I'm listening to you articulate this so beautifully in a way that I think we all can connect I am one in awe of your courageous transparency and also very curious to identify the way to make the choice to have patience with yourself in the growth process Especially when, like you said, seasons have passed. And when you say seasons have passed, we know that that is time. Time has continued to move. Things are not looking or feeling the way I thought they would, the way I expected them. Mm -hmm. How do we choose to remain in the mindset of understanding that you're still in your season your growth is happening beneath you. You're grounding yourself deeper into the soil so that you can have what you need as a foundation to hold you as you come Grow up. into what I become. Hey. It's a journey for sure. It reminds me of an affirmation that comes from your text um, around finding beauty when there's less comparison. Hmm. I'm looking for it. But you know what I'm talking about, right? I do, I do. Something there's more so I much more read room it for beauty. Correct. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Find find the text. Take time to find the text. When I'm living without comparison, yeah. I see so much more beauty. When I'm living without comparison, I see so much more beauty. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And I'm so much more aware now of some of the ways we get called into comparison not by our own virtues or not wanting to be sure in ourselves, but when you see all the other things coming to blossom, 
<laughs> and you be like, hey, why we both got put in the soil at the same time? What's popping? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we have that in common. I remember us in the germinating phase, but things grow differently, right? For different purposes. I wasn't an architecture major. I'm not sure if y'all could tell. But um, sociology. I don't know if y'all could tell that. <laughs> no, but listen, I'm not a architecture major, but I've seen enough redevelopment and gentrification hmm. to know what buildings look like. Mm-hmm. And uh it brings me back to our time in DC. And I saw a sign. <laughs> it was so disrespectful. It said, pretty soon you won't even recognize the place. That was a billboard, right? No, it wasn't a billboard. It was, check this out. Have you ever passed by a construction site and they have this fence up, but you can't see through the fence because they have this wrap going around the fence or through the fence. So this was on the wrap that covered the chain link. Yeah. Right? Pretty soon you won't recognize the place. And they were in part telling a whole lot of truth for what they planned to do. But one day I was able to take a peek Hmm. into what was happening on the other side of this barrier fence. Mm -hmm. And the construction that was happening was not happening at ground level. Right. There was a hole so deep. And that's why that fence was protecting it. Mm. Because they were putting up a high rise. Right. Got it where some projects used to be by the metro. And in order to build the high rise, they have to build down first. Yeah. And the deeper they're going will give you an inclination to how far they plan on building up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that's because that's human design architecture. So you can kind of see beneath and above by a rendering or a sketch. But we don't get to have that same exacting insight into supernatural growth and what God does. Mm. In fact, some of the trees that are studied are more than three human generations. Hmm. When they count those rings and realize how long this tree has been here. So it might take some lifetime. Mm-hmm. To fully have an understanding on exactly what is growing inside of me. But I just want to be sure and I want to be faithful in my growth because I don't want to hand down doubt. Yeah. And in fact, when it looks like sometimes that nothing is shaken, I would submit that perhaps what's being built is unshakable. Mm. Because. I've seen some root system and I've seen some trees. Ain't no building here, bro. You got to build around. You got to go around. <laughs> this this space right here is occupied till kingdom come. Come on. And I've seen some palm trees that have been shaking and they ain't falling down. Come on, Slim. And I be looking like, oh, how do you do that? How do you manage that? So this is you just everything you need. This is to all of us who are in. Boy, it seemed like a, a new season. I can't stand that. I, I literally, this one, that's one of the, the, the messages, mm-hmm. the sermons that I, I can't stand. Because I'm like, Slim, I've been 
I've seen a couple summers, <laughs> couple winters, bro, couple springs and falls. What's really shaking? Yeah, but you're right. Like seeds have different needs. Yeah, seeds have different needs. Different seeds have different needs. Different seeds have different needs. Go ahead, and what else, man? You know our differences ain't deficits. So go ahead, write that one down. Different needs. Different seeds have different needs. Different seeds have different needs. Because these are the types of uh, teachings that are age appropriate. <laughs> yeah. For our children mm-hmm. to be able to express this at a level for adult listeners, but also children, I think is just critically important. Because why you got to wait later to get the game? Come on, Reed. Well, thank you for the game today. Thank I you appreci- for the reminder. I appreciate the co-investigation. Yeah. And thank you to every listener who creates the safe space for exploration mm-hmm. and who helps create the conditions for us to go inward. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver, to our producer, Crystal Hill, from our family to yours, may we all love more abundantly. Peace.